You are listening to episode 318 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually having to give us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360 Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I'm kind of sick of the whole health thing right now at this point. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you mean not having any? Or not having any health? health? <laughs> Lack thereof? I, it's gotten to a point where... It, fucking doctors don't know shit. I don't know shit. Well, I know more than doctors, but it's just gotten to the point where I'm like, I, I, I'd rather enjoy my life for another two years than live to 80 in the bullshit I have to fucking deal with now. So I better live longer than two. Hold on. I got I got to up the life insurance before this two airs. Years. <laughs> I'm not promising you anything at all. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I know I, you're frustrated. Like, and, and that you've been, Giving up certain things and, and trying to do other things in an effort to Well, that's what I mean. Be Progress healthy. is all I want. Yeah. And the thing is, it has become crystal clear that everyone involved has just been throwing fucking darts at Darper. They have no idea. So I'm like, what? listen, I'm, I'm going to keep trying. I haven't given up on the ability to be healthy, but I would rather deal with the fear that I, I deal with where it's like, oh, what happens if you have a fucking seizure in the middle of fucking Vegas and shit your pants or whatever? I'm like going, I don't fucking care. Like <laughs> writhing in fucking pain and then going, oh, I died at my home. I didn't get to enjoy anything that I that I liked because all the doctors told me to cut fucking shit out. So I cut all the things out that I enjoyed. So, you know, the last fucking year of my life was basically the worst thing I could have ever imagined. Yeah, I don't. I don't like how you think this. One way or the other is going to kill you in the next year to two. But okay. Well, to me, I, I I just need to be clear that I I have accepted that the road I am electing to go on can potentially lead in a bad way, and that may not be the majority of the way things work out. But for me, I need to be prepared to go. This is the worst. Are you ready for the worst, Mark? Are you fucking ready? I'm like, I'm ready. Go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was a very deep and low. It all, it, it's, it's meant to be sincere. <laughs> all right. Like, oh, did you hear his voice drop an octave? That's fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and enjoy my life because I haven't been able to for the last uh, a long time. It's been yeah, a long time. it's been a while. Yeah, so. So we should probably also note, uh, obviously, Tony's not here. Fuck. Uh, 
Tony. If you cannot come and join... Listen, if other people want to get married and be happy like us, just don't do it on fucking Fridays. Okay? Well, so I was about to give him... <laughs> Jen's family a, pro- a problem I'm because just saying they're I'm being a hundred percent selfish. Well, yeah, that, you know how I just like moved right past that. Yeah, I, I didn't want you to. But no, so you know, Tony was super excited because one of Jen's family members is getting married on a Friday, but at a distillery. Like their wedding right, is actually right. at I know, right? a distillery. Like, how can I argue with him? Like going, what would you do, Bark? Like, well, I'd totally fuck you over, Tony, and I would go to this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So but that's that's where he's at this yes. week. Yes, enjoying. I, I imagine uh, an amazing time. So and I just you, I feel bad because uh, you know we missed the last two weeks for technical difficulties and you know a few other commitments. Health, health shit, and well, my birthday. Stuff. Maybe your birthday. So yeah. yeah, I mean that was also why we didn't do it two two weeks ago, no last week. Um, and then you had the, your computer was crapped out and completely freaked out on you that you had to get that whole thing redone. So there's been some other reasons, but it'll be now three weeks since I've I've talked with Tony and I'm kind of missing him. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start the show then. He's Mark. I'm Karen. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Another key moment in my life may be the moment I realized one of my favorite neon signs in Las Vegas history, a sign I accepted I would never be able to see with my own eyes, was not lost to the world. And not only does it still exist, it's been hidden in plain sight in classic Vegas fashion. The iconic, original Mint Hotel marquee, with the swooping arch and cascading lights soaring 10 stories tall, is right where you remember it. Except you've not been able to see it, because Binion's built its signage over top of the Mint's after purchasing the property in 1988 and expanding into the space. Binion's Whiskey Liquor Up project required the removal of the property's southwest signage to accommodate. So much, in fact, it exposed the former stone facade and the legendary 1959 mint signage still exists. Today, Whiskey Liquor Up. (laughs) You're right. Every time time I say it, Whiskey Liquor Up and Down. Every single fucking time. You're right. Yeah. Every time I hear it. Whiskey Liquor Up. We're going to walk in there one time and go, hey, we're Whiskey Liquor Up and Down. And they're going to be like, that is not the name that it should be. You know that's what you meant. You know that's what you meant. (laughs) Whiskey Liquor Up celebrates their history and the history of Fremont by featuring this revealed section of the mint signage along the staircase that takes you up to the bar restaurant. I almost cried. So here's my only thing. Because I saw the picture. I I wasn't with you and Alistair, I think, when you guys were out doing this last weekend. Yep. Um, but I saw the picture. You can't tell what it is if it wasn't for the plaque that's up there, kind of saying what it is. You can't tell. It just looks like a wall. That's not. That's not. That, no. If you if you knew the mint, you're like, holy fucking! Like it clicked with me. Like so, hundred percent transparent. When we went up the staircase, I immediately saw the sign and the stone front. I'm like, holy fucking but shit! But it's not Alistair. a sign. It's a green wall. This this is. This is the mint. This is the old mint sign. He goes, yeah, just like the picture over here shows. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I discovered it without the picture. Okay. It's, yeah, it's very, it's, it's very clear. 
Um, I think the only disappointing side part of it, though, is that now no part of it can ever be in the Neon Museum because it's still covered up and there's no way they're going to take all of it down to remove that part to put to the Neon Museum. I'm going to start the GoFundMe. I'm not not going to. (laughs) For the record, this reeks of effort and fuck all that. But for the joke... I'm going to start a GoFundMe page to actually make this this happen. <laughs> Sincerely, I would love... Can you imagine if anyone's like, you all know who we are, right? We're not Binion Horseshoe anymore. That's really kind of what we were doing. We're Binions. We're cool. Guess what, guess what else we are? Mint. Although I'm pretty sure all that signage isn't behind the facade. No. I'm pretty sure they stripped it down to what they needed to. I'm like, well, That's we're building I mean. it I, out to here. So it looks like it's, it's like the green wall that was behind it. It doesn't, it's, it it's, looks it's like not the signage. much. You can see, you can see where she curved. You can, you can see where she was getting ready to head up, but it's, it's not the sign that she was. It's, well, it's I am good. very happy that you had such a positive experience with it. I was, yeah, I, I sincerely like her and the dunes, turret marky were the two that i thought if i ever had access to a time machine that's what i'm doing i'm going back to see that i'm like i saw her and to be honest with you i'm gonna ask the binions folks if i can touch it and i'm hoping they say yes because if they don't i'm gonna fucking touch it anyways all right because this means a lot to me (laughs) i'm gonna touch your goddamn sign like all right touch the sign (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on to the twit pick of the week what can you say about aerial photographs of the strip that hasn't already been said before? Let's see. These shots always overwhelm me, sincerely. It's almost like I'm awed by the sheer scope of the whole thing. It makes me wonder if Vegas is too big to fail. Setting aside that that, that phrase is most commonly affiliated with the Titanic, what I mean is, is all the griping we do about the people running things valueless because Vegas can't be stopped. Is Vegas a microcosm of our planet with the built-in self-defense mechanism programmed to shake humans off like a bad case of fleas if we accidentally become a real threat? Or is it a monument to human decadence that we will one day look back on and learn from our mistakes? Or maybe it's just views like this, shared by at Maverick Kelly, that puts the city in an idyllic state somehow impervious to the politics below. Either way, well done humans on the invention of helicopter and photography. <laughs> oh, you. I don't, it's a cool picture. I, I think it's, it looks like the colors are enhanced to me a little bit, but it's, I mean, it's a gorgeous picture. That, that, that's actually, I think, the line that separates me from professional photographers and just, you know, somebody with a nice camera is that they put in the effort to make the picture look nice i'm like i took a picture with a nice camera why isn't this doing <laughs> why more? isn't this good enough right Ugh. all right i'll level it but whatever <laughs> <laughs> as always we will link to the photo on our blog feature it on all our social media posts or social media posts maybe not that feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook instagram and twitter let's move into the news First up, chaos and disorder. That was a good one. I like that headline. It's Prince. It's it's Prince album. (laughs) Eric Dove. A week or so after the climate-controlled dome was unveiled that would allow the property's pool to operate year-round, 
Employees of the Palms Day Nightclub Chaos were informed the venue would be closed immediately. The following day, a lead cocktail server at Chaos filed a class action lawsuit against Red Rock Resorts for violating WARN, or the Workers Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act of 1988, which requires employers to give employees a minimum of 60 days notice before termination. Chaos seemed to be the anchor concept in the Palms estimated $700 million renovation. Of course, it didn't help that in an attempt to draw club goers away from the strip, they overpaid for top talent like the record-setting two-year $60 million residency for the oversized helmet adorning DJ Marshmallow and various other artists like Cardi B. I couldn't do the tongue roll. <laughs> 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 You're going to do a higher pitch. Yeah. But well, I, okay. I, I'm a guy doing the Cardi B thing. Guys do it all the time. They, they do the high pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> because I can't do it. <laughs> Largely. <laughs> so, um, Palms is now deciding to rethink their entire strategy, which... Listen, <laughs> this is a really huge mistake. Yes, it is. This is a, like, this is the kind of thing, like, listen, listen, we all make mistakes. I totally get it. Do you mind if I see the research material you did well, behind this? What's crazy to me is they literally just put this dome on. Yeah. Like the week before so that they could keep it right, open. Like you, and that to me is what makes the mismanagement of Red Rock seems so clear because I get we invested this. It didn't work. Fuck. We, we didn't try that. But the fact that you went with this, unless maybe this only costs like hundred grand. Maybe, maybe it really isn't that expensive, but it's kind of a dome over a pool. Right. <laughs> so I imagine it probably costs a couple dollars. Just a few. The fact that you allow this to happen and Cardi B to be the headliner to introduce this thing. Well, so like you said, they were drawing, they were drawing huge DJ names. Right. Cardi B obviously was the centerpiece and that was the big get to, you know, DJ to get her. Marshmallow actually was, but I think she got a chunk of fucking change chucked her way. Oh yeah. yeah. She by far right. did. Um, but then even though Marshmallow, they, they canceled that contract before they paid him anything. <laughs> right. They were like, right. oh, nope, never mind. Yeah. Once again, everyone, everyone, whenever you hear someone signed X amount of contract, that contract, that dollar amount means almost nothing and they will almost never achieve all of it. And if they do anything that they don't like, they will not get a fraction right. of it. It's not like NFL contracts where they're like, we're going to give you 120 million and you're getting 36 million right up front. And then, so yeah, it's not, it's not that way. Well, and I it just, it, it seems crazy to me. And I'm trying to remember, cause I, I heard about the story when I came out, but I don't remember what the article said. I think the guy that was heading up Palms was let go too. It was let go a couple of weeks ago and I didn't even report on it. Cause I was like, that's boring. Who fucking cares? Well, the guy of this is. And then like a week and a half later, like, oh, well, now it's important. <laughs> and what's funny is what they've done with the restaurants there at Palms and the, the casino floor. I like. Um, oh, but, I, but, I, I thoroughly enjoy what they did to Palms. Here's what I think we've all learned as a market for the record. MGM, Caesars, all of you take note. Things off strip. You can draw people to things off strip. If there isn't an option on strip, 
almost as equally good, if not as good and better. And it doesn't really matter if your thing is the best that there is. I mean, there's the, there's the second, third, and fourth best here, and that's yeah. good enough. I don't need to make that effort. Oh, that seems like a whole lot of effort. Like, uh, like it is now clear to me how you pull off off strip something strip doesn't have. And if strip steals it from you, you're fucked. Well, and I, I remember an article that I, I glanced by. I don't remember what it is, but basically saying that, you know, that this whole day club nightclub thing it's not it's kind of run its course which i don't know that i buy that because having been in cosmo when people are lining up for the marquee during the day full of shit um i think maybe the market is satiated currently well yeah like maybe they have exactly all they need and maybe that's part of the problem why palms failed is like no 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 we had exactly enough yours was too much and I don't th- honestly, I don't think the location helps. Like I get wanting to have a super awesome pool, but when you look at what they built, how much did that cost? And never mind. My my biggest concern right now is what's going to happen to the headless veiny dick guy? Like he's uh, just the standing there in the, in the middle yeah. of it. Like, but who's and when you drop a twelve foot long dick, it's not going anywhere. But but who's going to be there to admire it? He's going to get lonely. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they've closed their pool down. I think they've closed the pool club down. Well, it's it's closed now because, you know, we're, we're getting into the cooler. Room, although there, there would still be some people that would be sitting right. on the pool in the 70s, which they're just crazy. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's so, in, like, I'm bummed for them. Like I, 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 like, I thought it was adventurous. I didn't know if it would work or not, but I was like, obviously, they've got I, some information that I they believe is going to happen. I love what they've done with Palms. Oh, I'm a huge so. fan of Palms. Palms and Palace Station. Big, oh, yeah. Big, big fans of yeah, both. Both. Huge, huge fans. We were actually talking about that with Palace Station. If only they could figure out a way to make the outside match more with the inside. Right? Is now. Because yeah. the inside looks so infinite, different. Like, like 30 times better than the, the outside looks like meh. The inside, like, <laughs> holy fucking. This well, is the outside looks badass. dated. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, I like what they're doing. We like Red Rock, you know, so I think they've got. Um, you know, in Green Valley, they've got some really good properties. They've done some great things with it. I just, that was a whole awful lot of money to spend on putting that pool, nightclub, day club thing in there. Hope, hopefully, they continue to be the responsible company they've always been, where they've made mistakes and they've corrected those mistakes. Perfect example, Aliante Station. Yeah. They tried that. Shitty, you know, the Great Recession, fucking shitty opportunity. What did they do? We got to sell it. We're not, we're not, our company's not dying because we've, we overexpanded and we right. fucked up. So, I don't know. Maybe they're going to start selling some more shit. It would make sense. But at the same time, I also don't really get <laughs> the why The market you have to the sell things in Vegas might be a little... Palace. A little saturated right now for... for uh, it's, a, it's a buyer's market in, in Vegas right now. They don't think so, but... <laughs> Next up, we have some uh, information about Winnebago parking at the cannery. I'll quote USA Today. Quote, a 50-year-old woman, upset about getting kicked out of the Cannery Casino, drove her Winnebago motorhome through the front doors and ran over a custodian, according to authorities. End quote. <laughs> Please say, I it's still haven't funny. been there yet. It's not funny. And you would think that I'd run over there, but I'm like, I saw pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see this with my own fucking eyes. But like, I saw it, guys. It's real. I'm like, can believe the picture i'm sure <laughs> i don't think they photoshopped this <laughs> i don't know how you'd photoshop that one police said casino 
police said casino security. I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> casino? Attempted to, <laughs> that might be the title of the show, <laughs> to eject the woman for disorderly conduct. When she refused to leave, she was informed she was trespassing, which is interesting to me. If someone told me, you're in disorder of conduct, I'd be like, oh, that's fucked up. As opposed to, like, you're trespassing. I'm like, fuck your fucking property. I don't give a shit. Like, why is that what made her? Well, because you wouldn't leave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't realize I was trespassing. I'm well, so no, well, so number one, I'm sure she was arguing that she wasn't being disorderly, which you can't do if somebody's telling you you're disorderly. Guess Ooh. what? Well, Probably you are. tapped into the mind of a drunk person. You're absolutely right. I'll right. bet you that's exactly what happened. Well, it totally is. And so then I when... I can't argue this point, so I'm going to argue this point. Well, no. So when she kept arguing that she wasn't being disorderly, they said, you know what? Which you're kicked out. That, right? You're trespassing. Now you have to go. It's so We're make you go one way or the other. If well you don't done. go, we'll call the police. Well done, Karen Joy. Well done. <laughs> See, at least one of us thinks and connects the dots here. When she refused to leave, she, oh, I just said that. Yeah. Okay, all right, so, but, but I think it's important for the drama. When yes. she refused to leave, she was informed she was trespassing. So, she left the casino, got in her Winnebago, and drove it through the front door of the casino, running over a custodian in the process. Casino security, and this just sounds adorable. Casino security surrounded the Winnebago and removed the woman. Like, what are they pointing? <laughs> we surrounded you. Seriously. <laughs> like, you can't get past these arms. Like, they don't have mace. They don't have fucking tasers. Like, what are they going to do? I'm sure they had something. Thing. <laughs> That visual's not going to show up well in that. They'll hear need, it. They'll we know. need to send that one to Podtunes. <laughs> so, okay, here's how you have to animate it. Let me let me act it out for you. Exactly. <laughs> you heard the pat. You heard it. You heard it. For the record, the custodian did receive critical injuries, but is expected to survive. Oof, that doesn't sound fucking good, right? Like he was older. There are many things that that I could survive from that I don't necessarily want to live through. To no, survive. but I I think he was like in his. 70s, 60s or 70s. So I mean, he was older. And See, that seems worse. Like, oh, come on, man. Couldn't right. you just end this? Huh. Well, no. But I mean, it, then the poor guy gets run over by a fucking Winnebago crashing through the front door. Like, what? I, I don't know how long he's worked at the cannery. I'm sure he never expected that to be, <laughs> you know, the thing that put him off work for a while. Right. Battleborn pins or Disney quality enamel pins of vintage Vegas icons. The ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin, Vegas Vic. Vegas Vic, complete with waving arm, measures approximately two inches tall. The real 40-foot-tall sign was erected on the exterior of the Pioneer Club on Fremont Street in 1951. Modeled after the image used on a postcard by the Las Vegas Chamber of Commerce in 1948, originally, not only did the sign's arms move, but every 15 minutes, it would say, Howdy, partner. The voice was turned off in 1966 for being a distraction, while the movie The Professionals was filming in Las Vegas. It returned in the 1980s, but was turned off again in 2006. Mick's arm stopped moving in 1991, and in 1984, several feet were cut off the brim of his hat so he could fit under the Fremont Street Experience canopy. Today, while no longer presiding over a casino, Vegas Vic is one of the most iconic signs in Vegas history. This collectible mini version will run you $12. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pin. 
Next up, let's talk about Ms. Las Vegas. In the midst of another run of shows at the Park Theater, Lady Gaga continues to make a case for the title of Ms. Las Vegas. Beyond performing two completely different types of shows, a theatrical and a stripped-down jazzy version, she continues to make appearances after hours. Last week, while hanging out at Nomad Restaurant, Gaga enjoyed her friend Brian Newson's trumpet playing, decided to grab a shanty, who happened to be sitting across the table from her, because of course, you know, if you're Lady Gaga, you're just hanging out with Shanti, and decided to come on stage and dance. Then Ashanti did an impromptu jazzy version of the song Foolish, and Gaga went on to sing a few standards like Fly Me to the Moon. Fucking seriously? She she sounds like fucking Sinatra and all them. She sounds like them. Like, oh, she's just hanging out she after does. my show. I and then didn't I went even over here and that. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I'm going to dance with this guy and take over his show. And they're going to be like, yeah, you're Lady Gaga. I'm going to fucking let you do whatever you want to do. Right. I didn't even think about that comparison, but that probably is the closest thing to a Rat Pack member that we've had. I, I can't even tell you Nobody how long. hangs out in public after their fucking no. residency. Nobody does. Well, that. and her shows aren't short either. Right. I mean, they're what, two like, hours. She should be exhausted right. after these things. She's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna hang out with Shanti and my buddy who and, plays trumpet. I mean, she's already obviously she's incredibly talented. I mean, who does two versions of the same show? You know, anywhere other than a one night only. Right. Oh, we'll do a stripped down acoustic version, but otherwise we're going to do the big fancy production because that's what everybody wants. I mean, she's so talented that people will say, "Yeah, I don't need all the craziness right. and the makeup yeah, and the yeah. choreography. I want to come see you sing and perform." It's almost like she. There was a time where her and Madonna were like. I think Madonna was jealous because her popularity rivaled, or it was similar, or whatever. I feel like. This, what's going on in Vegas? Her doing two, the Super Bowl thing, her doing two shows and two completely different shows in Vegas, fucking hanging out in Vegas and be like, oh, I fucking love the show, the show to the fucking dance. Right. That to me is like, okay, you way surpassed. Sarpassed? Sarpassed. <laughs> you way surpassed. It was me being like, everything I do is sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. You way surpassed Madonna at her height. And you've now reached Martin, fucking Sammy Davis Jr., Sinatra level of, oh, yeah, because you do whatever the fuck you... You right. can be the most popular artist ever in the world. And if you want to go to fucking McDonald's and do it, you get to fucking do it because who are you? Yeah, you're Lady Gaga. Well, you I mean, and think about it. What she's doing, I think, is going to help. And I haven't seen Park MGM's numbers. I don't know how they're doing as far as, you know... Uh, attendance wise but if you know that you can stay at Park MGM and you know hang out at one of the bars and then randomly she might show up to me that seems like it's going to draw more people to stay there oh, yeah well and, to, and uh, you made a point before about when we're at Park MGM it is fucking obvious when Gaga is there oh yeah her people come out oh my god it's like, incredible. It's Taylor Swift. like I, I would argue Taylor Swift is the level down from what her people are well, yeah. where they come fucking decked in their shit all her little monsters so come out so you can never miss it no. so it's always obvious so yeah 
definitely when when she's there, like yeah, there's a fucking draw. I, I know and you can't you can't go. I don't know if Gaga's drawing a lot of people. Like really, because those fucking eighty people over there and that line that shows up an hour Around and a half the, later yeah. is pretty fucking clear to me that she's destroying this city. Oh, she yeah. I, I, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Which I we still want to go see her. Oh, at this point, just, I mean, now that you have a job, we are going. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm actually disappointed in myself that we don't currently have tickets. I now realize. Hey, Siri, remind me. I need to look for Lady Gaga tickets. She's really quiet, but she got it. It's the point. Sarah responded. <laughs> she totally got it. It's on the to-do list. <laughs> I thought she would speak up louder. <laughs> yeah. But I completely agree with you. That was one of the fun things about Vegas in the beginning is that all these celebrities, well, I mean, to be fair, they were paid to hang out in the casino. And right. how much fun would it be if you're just hanging out at a blackjack, having a great time with your friends, you fucking look over like, that's fucking Lady Gaga over there. Right. Holy fucking shit. It's just an energy. Yeah. No, I completely yeah. agree. And she, the other thing I will say is she seems to be a genuinely, genuinely nice person too, just, yeah. which helps yeah. a lot. Totally agree. Yeah. So. Next up, let's talk about Diablos 2. <laughs> Uh-oh. Vegas Eater is reporting that Diablo, for the record, I don't dislike this cantina. I just don't like what it's doing. Vegas, the Eater, they're going to open their second location on the strip. It's going to be in the Mirage. It's going to take over LVB Burgers. That's the part I didn't like. Agreed. For those of you that don't know, Diablo's used to have this standalone restaurant. It, it was part of Monte Carlo. It was, it, to be fair, it was really kind of, it really didn't fit with it. it. Was, but it, it was a good restaurant. It was it a was fun It was the place. eyesore of Monte Carlo it really because was. it was so, it was plopped right up front. There was a connection. So I don't know if it was standalone because there was, it was connected but to I Monte mean, Carlo. But I mean, standalone on the fact that clearly these two things don't really go together well, except and it they're had in the same frontage. place. Yeah. I mean, and so it was right up front on the strip. We, I mean, I hope they got hella fucking rent. Yeah, I mean, we had good food and stuff when we went there. So, you know, it was it was good. But when they did the Park MGM renovation, it, you know, got Yeah, they got rid of it. And, and, then it and then it reemerged and replaced the first thing that we liked, which was tacos, tacos and, and tequila. Which is down so at now it's at Luxor. Right. And now it's replacing LVB, which isn't necessarily like our favorite burger place. But, but it's a good, solid burger place. It was place. a good, solid burger place that was like, if you're in the area, like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're fucking we're going to LVB. And it seems to me like a small space for Diablos. I, I, but if you think about tacos and tequila, that was really a small space, too. That's like true. their Diablo's frontage was like, Jesus, you guys fucking went balls out on this space. Well, and I mean, Mexican food is, tends to be faster to get out of the kitchen anyway. So maybe a smaller space isn't necessarily that bad because they can turn over the tables faster than like a burger place could because you got to wait for the burgers to be cooked to temp and all that other fun stuff. Right. Stop playing with the cat. I'm fucking with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> She apparently likes it. She's not going anywhere. She does. She said, I'm messing with her and I'm looking at you and all of a sudden I feel teeth on my face. What are you doing? <laughs> Our cats don't bite. They, they're like, she does. So much. Here's my teeth. Oh, she, she does. does. Oh, yeah, right. He doesn't. She's he's he's the one that'll just kind of put put his teeth on you like, hi, I'm here. She All the time when she gets fired up, she chomps down on my fingers. It's true. It's, it's fair. All right. Moving on. Let's talk about some signage updates. The Sahara name with the new signature font 
is now on display on the northeasternmost. Actually, I don't even know why I'm saying that. I just went there today. It's fucking everywhere. It's all over the place. <laughs> Not on all the towers, but it's on the majority of them. It's all over the building. Sparkly. It's so lovely. <laughs> I love it so much. And it sparkles in the daytime, too. It's true. Also, the new Sahara chips are available. You have until February 19th to cash in your SLS chips. You know, it's funny. I thought for a second about getting rid of mine, but I'm like, is it not more interesting? Like, uh, going, yeah, have you ever heard of it. this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like LVH. I have that. Like, going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, it was a split second. Oh, right. Exactly. Lastly, the Golden Goose has been installed on the corner of Fremont and 10th and even rotates at night. Does it really? It is fully back in all her glory. That's awesome. That is super awesome. Derek Stevens, I swear I'm not going to blow you, but... <laughs> if he asked nicely, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't consider it. <laughs> like, at some point, you're kind of like, fair enough. <laughs> like, okay, if you really want me to. I mean, come on. I mean, what? look what you've given me. And I've not given back much. <laughs> I can sacrifice a little. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not good at this. I assume. I mean, I have no practice at it. Maybe I'm a natural. I don't you know. Could be. But I would make the sacrifice. <laughs> I love the idea that the next time I go to the duty, like, we know who you are, sir. You are not allowed in the practice. <laughs> I just love how you come right out and say, I'm not, I'm not any good at this. I'm like, how do you know that? Well, then it occurred to me. Well, because I thought <laughs> I haven't had any practice. So obviously I would be not good. But I'm like, you could be a natural. I'm like, Check this shit out. I'm really good at blowing people. That's amazing. Jesus. What a lost skill let's, this is going to be. Let's not advertise that too loudly. <laughs> next Vegas vacation will get real interesting. <laughs> That's the next Patreon tier. Oh, my God. That's going to be an expensive tier. <laughs> fucking shit me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could be the title of the show. Oof, the next I'm Patreon kidding. tier. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and we have some updates about Resorts World. More visual progress on the Resorts World project continues, starting with some light testing that happened about two weeks ago. Although, to be fair, it kind of looked like the emergency lighting in the stairwells. Also, the transformation from a property that looks like just another wind property. For, oh, my God, Karen, you have to tell the story. <laughs> I think so I, much better. I think I did tell it on the Do show it again. once before. I don't care. So, um, I've got a friend of mine who comes into town. He loves to bet on sports and he comes in every so often. And the last time that he was in, he usually stays at Mirage. He gets comps there. Um, so I picked him up from the Mirage and I was actually taking him down to Andiamo's. We were going to go to dinner, but so we're in the car, we're driving northbound on the strip and we're in, in the middle of a conversation. All of a sudden he stops and goes, are they building another wind tower? <laughs> to which... I just immediately started laughing and clapping my hands like, oh my God, I have to tell Mark you said that. <laughs> to be fair, even all... He doesn't the, listen to the show, so he... I even mean, all the effort that they're making to make it look like less of a wind property, it still looks it's like less, a wind property. Yes. It looks like, ew, wind did something weird with the front of right. <laughs> new property. What do they do? Listen... Your new CEO is a fucking idiot. Okay, so <laughs> so let's not listen to him and his horrible, horrible ideas about mobile apps that draw in people that you don't fucking want your in your property. <laughs> let's not listen to him. And what we should do is resue Resorts yeah. World. You probably should. It looks exactly like your next fucking property. Now they are. They seem to be changing the color of the cream-colored bands to. 
in some cases black, in some cases, oh, we don't know. Yeah. And I thought that some of the regular, like the window glass looked different in a couple sections too. I don't know what they're doing, but that god awful shit red that they are, I'm hoping that it's a you placeholder. You are so bothered by this I primer am, red I on, that, that they have on, I would say that. It's the, the ends. It's not, not just the ends, it's in the center too. It's almost like a, on every major angle it well, takes. Well, where it's not glass, so right, like yes, it's concrete yeah, right, or whatever, right. but it just, oh, it, it, I hate it. It drives me crazy. <laughs> every time. Like you can't mention no. an update to Karen about it and, and she just bitch about that. It's still red. It's still red. So yeah, there. Let's see. I'm sorry. It took me a minute to figure out what this is. <laughs> and and I and I know we've reported on it, but it, I had a hiccup, and then I had to figure out. I did. I did some wordplay, Karen. You did. I'm kind of. I'm kind of proud of myself. And I'm, I'm trying to figure and, out and how to. Disappointed in myself. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to like. Put, you know, run, transition into run, this, but yeah. I'll just say, you know, let, so let's talk a little bit about run being stopped. That's very Tony esque. Well done. I'm like, it's not as funny as I thought it would be, but to be fair, I don't think you could actually say it the way it was in my head. Or they, so. st- I mean, actually, maybe the better way to say it was, you know, they stopped running. Oh, well, in previews, Cirque's newest show in Vegas, Run or R.U.N. I don't know what it means. I don't really care was halted to address an injured performer piloting an electric motorcycle, which <laughs> now I didn't realize makes total sense because it never You can't do to gas me. in there, yeah. Right, but it never, like, you see these things going like, how are we not all dying from broken car motorcycle right now? This and, is a tiny book theater. And for the record, it wasn't while in previews. It was actually their very first show. Well, that's what I mean. It was in previews, like, it hadn't had its grand opening like they invited the media and whatever but they had a, they had an actual audience this was oh, the right. first oh, time yeah you're right they you're were right. this was the first time they were actually running the show for anyone the yes. very first time yes. while not confirmed by Cirque it's being reported that the performer suffered a broken collarbone the scene in which the accident happened is known as the level up scene near the end of the show again I don't I don't know why they call it that it features Two 12-foot-tall ramps allowing the performers to execute various stunts up to 30 feet in the air. Not sure if this is standard Cirque protocol or sweeping a mess under the carpet, but the performer... The show was stopped. The performer was attended to. And then the show resumed. Well... So we all... He's, he's going to be fine, we think. We think. Are you guys... Are you guys ready for some more Cirque? I mean, come on. Look, they stopped Cobb. You know, that performer died. I mean, that makes sense. Right. That's just a little broken collarbone. Guys, he's not dead. He's not dead. We Let's can go. keep going. Wrap it up. <laughs> In your places. Five minutes. <laughs> I just, you know, I look. So my understanding of this show is it's supposed to be like a, a high intensity, almost like a stunt show. Right. Thing, I, but yeah, on stage. I agree. Yep. Um, and so the fact that, you know, this guy's running around on a motorcycle on the stage and, you know, fell and hurt himself. It's like, okay, I, I feel like you didn't think this all the way through or you didn't practice it nearly long enough. I agree with you. Cause I'm like, uh, cause I'm like these guys, like we've seen stunt shows at fucking Disney and various other places. Yeah. Like these guys have been practicing this shit. This is kind of boring. To, like you almost kind of get like, this is kind of boring to you, isn't it? It's pretty easy to do for you. So the idea that this happened, like e- either one. What the fuck are you doing in this show? That's so goddamn dangerous. Right. What does this happen? Or two? What, what, what did you give him? Three weeks to fucking practice? Like, you guys know how to ride a motorcycle? 
ish. You're good. This is what we want the stunt to be. Go figure it out. <laughs> exactly. You're flexible though, right? <laughs> and and it was probably one of those things where he's like, I don't think I want to do this stunt because it doesn't look like it's going to end well. So he never actually practiced it until the first day. And then he was like, Yup, see, the, they'll it. figure out this isn't possible. Oh, they didn't. They didn't figure it out. They still want me to do this. <laughs> well, here we go. Although I hate to say it, I still don't. I know this is Cirque's first new show and. Was it like 12 years or something like that? No. Because one was came out before then. Yeah. Well, yeah. One came out after Chris, Chris Angel's thing. So yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, album, but yeah, it's, it's their first new show in a while. And I, I have, I hate to say it. I have oh, no, no interest. Wait, we didn't, uh, uh, Zumanity or yeah. Zumanity came in after, after, uh, Michael Jackson. And no, it didn't. Failed. Zumanity's um, been there sure. for, I oh, no, can no, no, guarantee no, 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 I'm sorry. Not Zumanity. Um, Zarkana. Zarkana. Replaced Elvis after Michael Jackson had opened. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. It could be. It's it could be right. Moonshot.com is the place where you can find your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced and cool as hell. Options include this week's feature property, The Landmark. Despite being a financial failure... It's an iconic structure in the city's history and an almost unescapable landmark, no pun intended, in many scenes filmed in Vegas during the 1960s to the early 1990s. While not featured in the film Viva Las Vegas, it is prominently on display in multiple sequences. It was repurposed to stand in for the porker shore of the fictional casino The Tangiers in Martin Scorsese's film Casino, and James Bond rode on top of the freaking exterior tower elevator. Offering one shirt wouldn't do this property justice, though there are two. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com, or go to our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, and click on the banner ad, moonshot.com and we have uh, some information about the homeless eradication here in Vegas or maybe better to say about the eradication of the homeless here in Vegas ah that is better there yeah. you go yeah. Vegas recently passed an ordinance that makes it a misdemeanor punishable by a fine of up to a thousand dollars and or six months in jail to camp or sleep in public areas downtown and in residential areas if Beds are free at established homeless shelters. Mayor Carolyn Goodman said the idea is to encourage the homeless to accept the help already available to them, while also admitting the plan is flawed, but an important step forward to addressing the issue. If you're wondering why the title of this story is so over-exaggerated, that's because the hippies that passionately protested the vote expressed similar sentiments hard to take seriously. Like... Annette Magnus, the executive director for Battleborn Progress, set not related to Battleborn Pins for the record. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, <laughs> not connected. Agnes, or Agnes, Annette Magnus, executive director for Battleborn Progress, said, quote, This is the most disgusting and embarrassing policy I have ever seen, unquote. Jews, Nazis, women, every minority ever, separate but equal, prison camps, and slavery all beg to differ. (laughs) 
the law goes into effect this Sunday, but the criminal provision will not go into effect until February 1st. Additionally, law enforcement will use discretion in enforcement, <laughs> aka the weed laws. <laughs> right. right. They will limit enforcement to those who refuse to move. So here is where I always get lost when I have an opinion or a point of view about something, or I at least understand a point of view about something, and then somebody very similar to, what was it, that fucking bank thing, the the uh, Wall Street, the the take Wall Street or whatever occupy thing. Wall yeah, Street. occupy Wall Street. Where where you were like, this is bad, like going, okay, okay. What's bad about it? How should we fix it? What's well, bad? Like, no, I agree with that. I mean, but I mean, explain it to me. And like, their arguments are just like, okay, listen, your macaroni and cheese is fine. Just eat it. Okay. It's going to be good for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. It just seems silly to me. Like, uh, these are homes that are already available to you. We don't need to have you all over the place. It just, just go. So, just so go. I'll, I'll give you actually a couple of the, the flip sides to this argument that all I've right. heard that makes sense to me. All right. Um, number one, how are people going to know at any given point in time if there are beds available? Because that's that's the whole premise of this law. If there's beds available... The police will know and the police will inform those who are sleeping on the streets that they are to go there. They are only to enforce this on people who refuse to attempt to go. Right. So, so number one, I don't think the homeless themselves are going to know, so they're going to find a spot and sleep and be done with it. Um, the cops I, will just tell them. Hey, okay, so, so yeah, so if the, if the cops will tell them. Okay. The problem is... We only have something like, and I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think I'm ballpark. We might only have like 3,000 bed spaces in, in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. We have more than 5,000 homeless people. Okay, but they've said if the spaces are full, they will not give these, so, they're not going right. to chase them out. They're not but gonna, what I'm telling you is the spaces are going to be full. They already are. But it, Okay, but so if the ordinance, to your, to your point, if that's the fact. If that is a fact that these are already filled, these people are just here, then this ordinance means absolutely nothing. Right. Nothing is going to happen whatsoever. And the agency that passed it will realize this means absolutely nothing. We didn't fix anything at all. So now what's our next well, step? And the, then the other this? flip side of it is, and the argument that I do kind of believe in is if you've got somebody that's homeless and struggling to get back on their feet, if for whatever reason they end up getting arrested, because I have no doubt whether or not there's rooms available they're going to arrest some of these folks and charge them. I think it's a misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. A thousand dollars or up to six months in jail. Right. If you're already homeless, you don't have the money to pay the fines or fees or anything else. All you're doing is adding more difficulty and challenges onto the backs of people that are already having problems. I, that, that again, that again seems to me like a very empty concern because they, once again, we just said in the story only if there are rooms available. The police will inform if there are rooms available. If there are not rooms so, available, they're not going to bother them. And then even in those situations, it's only in the instances but, where they're well, they being won't fucking move. assholes. But, okay, but think about it. If you're, what, I wonder what percentage of the homeless population are homeless because they have some kind of mental challenge or issue. And those are the people that even though the, the police say you need to go here, they need help. They don't need a cop telling them to send them someplace else. They're going to be the ones that fight, that are then going to get arrested, that are then going to have to do all this kind of stuff. Believe me, I, I'm i all for cleaning up, especially like in the arts district, because there's a very specific area like within the city limits of Las Vegas that this, this pertains to. So I'm all for helping to clean that area up because it needs it. So don't get me wrong. But I just, there's aspects to this that... To me, the law, the, the ordinance sounds good in theory. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out in practice. 
And maybe you're right. Maybe it'll be a moot point. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how it goes. This could be another example, though, of Vegas being a role model for how to address some of these the homeless you know, population issues in other parts of the country, too. So we'll see. Uh, I'm not against someone making an argument a valid argument as to why this is a bad idea or another idea is a better idea. The problem is I'm still waiting for it. Well, and we'll have to see how it works. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap up the news. Let's go ahead and move on into prop bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the Carrot Top Residency. The Carrot Top. I love any time the <laughs> is put in front of something. Well, it's that his it residency. <laughs> it's it, it's okay. It's very third person of you. But it, it, I, this reads weird. It reads weird. Carrot Top Residency signed a five-year oh, yeah, extension right. with Luster. See residency. See. Or just Carrot Top signed a five-year extension with Luxor on his residency. That is another way. Clearly, I started to write it one way and then decided to go another way and didn't realize you forgot to fix the first way. But it will keep the headliner there through 2025. Good for him. That is a good show. It's fucking funny, Oh, it's man. hilarious. He's really funny. We should go see him again. It's been a while. Totally it, was, it was awesome. The 60-year-old comedian. 60? Right? He's fucking 60? Isn't he fucking crazy? He's 60. Holy shit. But isn't he like those guys that you see in all those commercials like, I got extra testosterone, now I'm in the greatest shape of my entire life. I'm 57. I'm like, okay, but you're 57. <laughs> uh, hey, dude, 50's the new 20 or something. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> he's he's been a, a headliner in Vegas since 2004. Good for him. He's coming up on his 16th year. Totally earned That's it. That's awesome. Totally earned it. At Melts Vegas reports that starting November 2nd, Plaza will offer the only zero roulette table downtown. $10 will be the minimum for that table. Wait. So there will literally only be one zero or there'll be no zeros? No, it'll be one zero. Wow. That's how they all are overseas, only in America. We start fucking people over. Well, no, and doesn't one of them now has a triple zero, triple doesn't zero. it? Yep, yep, yep. Well, because honestly, this isn't a good thing. Like I'm going, oh, it's only got one zero. Like it's still the worst fucking game. It's still the worst have. game. Yeah, it's terrible. But if it's you if you love roulette, totally agree. That would be the table you'd seek a, out. It is a fun game. I will not. And it's only ten bucks. It is a fun game. Yeah. to play. Yeah. yeah. In an interview with the Review Journal, new owner of Circus Circus, Phil Ruffin, said he does plan to make upgrades to the property, but not so much that it will impact their price point. Detailed plans for the hotel casino, RV park, and entertainment venue are expected in the coming years, but slots of fun was identified as the first area of concern they will address. Gillies 2, Electric Boogaloo. That's oh, my guess. God, no. I think it's Gillies. It is Gillies. Yeah, yeah I... I, I for one, I wait. do actually think it could be a really good so wait, spot so for Gillies. If they, all right, so you got for Gillies. Two, I didn't realize like Slots Farm was struggling. I, I didn't realize that. Who wants to walk in there? Yeah, but it's it's always been that place where it's like fucking cheap as shit, fucking food, booze, and beer pong. Like it was that place for North. They do beer pong. I thought oh, it was yeah. just like crammed in full of slot machines. Oh no no no, not uh, not slots of fun. No, that's uh, my god. You can be like, do you want eighty hot dogs? That's a dollar seventy. Go ahead. <laughs> I had a point now. I forgot what it was. But anyway, go ahead. Gilly's two electric bigaloo. Oh, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, that reminded me right away. So if he took TI and he, he stuck all this shit on the front of it, 
what is he going to stick on the front of Circus Circus? Nothing. He's so, going to put it all inside. <laughs> That's why it's perfect for him. <laughs> well, they, they could actually, I would appreciate that better because then at least then it's, it still looks like Circus totally Circus on the outside totally because agree. I don't see how you'd put a big old senior frog hanging off the top of the circus tent. Probably wouldn't, although I didn't think it would look good on top of a pirate ship either, <laughs> that would it, actually, you know, yeah, yeah. and it doesn't, I don't know but he apparently thought it fit. Or less Mecha CVS at Treasure Island is done installing their Mecha LED screen today. I, I, I saw it. I don't know if they did it today, but I saw it today. That's the point I'm making. I can confirm it exists today. Completing the replication of Mecha Walgreens. Mecha Walgreens, as we lovingly refer to it, is the original farm attraction located on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon. It is funny, Karen, whether you laugh. Uh, okay. It's funny. Farm attraction. I was really proud of myself for that. Isn't it Pharmac Attraction? Pharmac Attraction. Fuck you, Karen. All right. <laughs> Otherwise, a farm attraction makes it sound like it's on a farm. Like, you, you know, tractor rides and that kind of stuff. Pharmacy Attraction. That sounds fun. Pharmac Attraction. Pharmac Attraction. Just move. Move on. <laughs> I would love to, but you were the one that was harping on it. The Righteous Brothers have extended their residency at Harris through 2020. <laughs> I mean, through, through January? You mean tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> Individual baby bubble crafts are here, and they are adorable. Four machines are available on the second level of the D. I don't know if they're anywhere else, but they are adorable. The one thing <laughs> I have learned is if you were cold, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you sat down at that thing the other day and did not play for I, more than I five was, minutes. I was cold, and then I realized... <laughs> You can't blame anybody but you. Like, mm, we should probably just leave then. <laughs> <laughs> the RJ is reporting that MGM is still working to sell the MGM Grand to Black House. Blackstone. Blackstone. Why did I say house? Black Where did house that come from? Right. To Blackstone. Okay. The company is pursuing a new asset light company strategy that reduces capital intensive, low return assets, and uses that capital instead to invest in other high ROI opportunities. Similar deals are in the works for Aria and Vidara. Oh, you mean this beautiful city center idea that Jim Muren <laughs> was so proud of? He's now trying to unload? I'm sorry. I will say this again. I, how MGM can sell the MGM Grand is so fucking stupid to me. I, yeah, I, I'll give you that. That seems to be like the thing you're not allowed to do. Because Aria, it's your, I get yeah, I get all of your other Bellagio problems. Bellagio made me sad. That one seems fine. like the one like going... <laughs> Hold on, hold on, wait a minute. That's your name. Right. Oh, we want to sell it. Like, you, can't you don't sell own your what name. What's that's, named that? Like, you're silly. named after this. It's super interesting. But I, I don't know a ton about this strategy. This, this to me is new, and I'm really interested in it. I, 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 I can't. I don't take it or. Uh, but I mean, they're basically relegating themselves to being a casino hotel management company is what it, what it sounds like they're doing. What, I, what I've heard that they're doing is okay. they're, they're raising all this cash and capital so that they can build in Japan, which is ungodly expensive. That makes sense. That actually makes a whole lot of sense because... But the problem is that goes against this whole asset light concept because they're going to be your assets in Japan. But to your, yeah, to your point, it, it's... See, and that to me is why, like, I'll wait to see this play out because if that's what it is, he hasn't created a new company strategy. He sold off really valuable assets so they can get into a market. He essentially pushed all the chips in because they're in Macau. Right. But they're trying to become Sheldon Adelson on Kotai instead of MGM on 
in Macau. They they want to be like, no, 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 we own the whole island. Yeah. Basically the whole thing. I think, and I have to say that I do think selling Aria and Vidara to Blackst- uh, Blackstone makes sense because it's right there by Cosmo. I even get Bellagio for that, right? So, oh, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. Now you're just like, yeah, they've got their own little mini block. all this fucking shit. Right? Exactly. Which, to be fair, like Blackstone, like, so we've critiqued Phil Ruffin, or not Phil, yeah, Phil Ruffin for his fucking bullshit. No, it's not Phil Ruffin. Um, oh my God. I, I, I don't know. The the corporate rapist. What is his name? It's not Phil Ruffin. Phil Ruffin's a silly man. Oh shit, the guy that just ripped apart Caesars. Um, oh my God. We, blo- I mean, we must have blocked his name out. I can't think of it. Carl Icahn. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to be very disappointed in, in, in us if one of us couldn't come up with that. He's Iconization. How did we forget yeah, that? Black, Blackstone is not like Carl Icahn. No. But Carl Icahn goes in and, uh, like, sincerely, he, and he essentially does the same thing that you would do to a human to a company. He just strips it of everything. To a car. That is valuable. Maybe do it to a car. Not, not a, I mean, to a car. Fair enough. Yeah, not yeah, a yeah. human. That, that's a you way don't, better You don't way. buy a human and strip it of everything valuable. That doesn't sound right. But a, a car, you would do that. Well, if you were a pimp. I get uh, your point. You got If you're a better. pimp, you got to keep the parts where they are. You need them to work. All of this is way. This is logic I didn't apply clearly. <laughs> uh, what the hell was my point? I don't About know. Blackstone doesn't isn't oh, a car like Blackstone so. is the kind of company that I was like, we're kind of fucking billionaires. They're so. looking for an investment. Yeah, they're not like, a. Oh, well, you mean over the in like 50 years? Like we'll re- like this will make us X amount of money in 50 years? Yeah, we can do that. Right. Yeah, sure. It was announced this week that Bobby Baldwin will be the new CEO of the Drew, the project better known as Fontainebleau. He is actually possibly best known for his career as a four-time World Series of Poker player since 1982. He's been an executive for Mirage Resorts before taking over the City Center project. I feel like I could have set you up better with that one. I apologize. That's all right. Yeah. Once again, I give Rick Violetta shit when he fucks up so I've got to give him credit when he kills it. In an amazing article about how the industry is looking at EDC to better understand millennials and how the chaotic environments they thrive in fit into the casino resort atmosphere, to do that, Caesars Entertainment, partnering with UNLV, is building a two-story facility so prototypes of new concepts for a casino floor can be tested. So one of the things that I loved about this article is for the first time, I really felt that a characteristic of millennials was properly captured. Like you've heard people be shitty about millennials. It's the same oh, yeah. thing like any generation. They get shitty with whatever it is. But this was the first time I was like, that's a significant characteristic that isn't a positive or a negative. It's just a characteristic right. of that generation. I was like, fuck, is that really the case? That's fascinating to me that we've now identified this is this is a characteristic. Yeah. I've said I love I've seen some articles recently where millennials are starting to fight back and you know, where a lot of people are like, oh, millennials. Millennials are not like, okay, boomer, whatever. <laughs> In reference funny? to the baby boomers. I yeah. responded to Rick and I'm like, I haven't heard back from him for the record, but. <laughs> I'm just, sure he's got you like flagged and blocked it. I don't think yeah, you're going to get a response from him. No, no, no. Because he, every time I give him credit, he responds. Okay. So he's clearly fucking watching. He's like, oh, no, you're a dick. I'm like, 
to be fair, Rick, I am a dick. <laughs> yeah. But but in the same sense that I've called your ass out on shit, I will give you credit. This article, good article was phenomenal. Awesome. I I've, I I understand millennials in a different way that I've never I, I've never understood the perspective before. He just had to find his niche. Stop reporting on the the you know history. impact of <laughs> gaming you know revenues Don't and visitorship. On history, Rick just. I, Hit me. Do culture pieces. Yeah. There you go. That's what he should do. Yeah. At 360VegasPodcast.com. <laughs> or whatever. Gmail. You've heard it. You know it. <laughs> Access to premium content is available at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies, insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360Vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. Gordon Ramsay revealed that plans for Lucky Cat, his sixth restaurant in Las Vegas, is in the works. While keeping the details to a minimum, Ramsay did mention the concept was Asian influence and planned to come in line at some point in 2020. Expot is a new Asian restaurant opening inside Venetian's Grand Canal Shops near Sushi Samba. Near Sushi. Near Sushi Samba. <laughs> you said it right the first time. I don't care. Sushi Samba. <laughs> that will utilize robots working to support their human counterparts. Additionally, the space will feature 360 degree projections in high def, interactive light shows, in themed sounds to accompany the thousand-year-old hot pot tradition. I wasn't aware there was a sound related to I, hot pot tradition, let either. alone there was a hot pot tradition. Oh, yeah. In, yeah. Over in Asia? Oh, yeah. Hot pots are like... I've never had one, but I've always wanted to try one, but I'm always a little worried because they're supposed to be super spicy. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's literally like a boiling pot that comes out, yeah. and you put whatever you want inside it to cook and then pull it back out. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they did something about it. Like, you cooked it. And I was like, what? Just you cook. What am I paying you for? <laughs> but no, because the, the broth then is so heavily seasoned that yeah. it seasons the food. And it's that's meat clever. and veggies and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You that's put in whatever yeah, you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's clever. Yep. For once, MGM is eliminating a hidden fee instead of pioneering its implementation in the market. Vital Vegas reports that MGM properties have eliminated CNF charges from their bars. Wow, Caesars, that's mic drop. <laughs> because now it clearly draws along. Like, you know who does it? Them. Well, <laughs> I don't know if Venetian or, or Wynn do it, but I, I, I primarily, as I immediately reflected upon removing MGM from the fold, of this equation, you're like, oh my God, that's all Caesar's properties. If you think about it, of all of the fees that they've kind of slipped in there and hidden, other than maybe the resort fees, because resort fees, like the front desk folks, have to deal directly with irate customers. But the Thanks, CNF, management. the CNF at restaurants, half the t- so the servers are the ones that are dealing with this. The, yeah. This is cutting into their tips. You're absolutely right. Yeah. This, I mean, these people so, like fucking rely on you being happy. Right. And so I think that this is more. MGM realizing, oh, we can't staff our restaurants because nobody wants to work where there's a CNF fee because they know they're going to get screwed. Right. All right, maybe we better rethink that one. Good. Thanks, Vegas Market. If you would have done this when resort fees fucking came out, we wouldn't be dealing with the things we're dealing with now. 
they knew they could get it. It's not too much. Move on. Yeah. The Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood have replaced the water fountain previously located just outside of the Showgirls Bar, Blondie's, and the Theater. Theater. Yes, I'm going with it. I don't Theater. care. Theater. It is now an ice cream kiosk. I can't. I can't. I can't really front front that front front that. <laughs> We're getting late in the show, aren't we? The <laughs> <laughs> Tony's not here, but we still have intoxicatedness <laughs> right, going exactly. on. We need to replace the experience for you. <laughs> One of us will pick up the slack. <laughs> Oyo, the hotel casino previously known as Hooters until recently, signed a long-term lease to remain a dining option at the property. Wow, I constructed what, that, that horribly. Now that I realize it, keep reading because it'll make sense at the end. This show previously and incorrectly reported that Hooters restaurant left Hooters Resort when Steak and Shake, Steak, (laughs) sorry, it's wrong kind of steak, um, set up shop. (laughs) There's all kinds of things wrong with that. So basically. Where you at, Grammarly? (laughs) Basically, Oyo decided that they were going to keep a Hooters inside their their property right. even though it's no longer it, a Hooters no, it's casino. No longer Hooters. Okay. And, and and on top of that we said it didn't I exist there anymore. <laughs> I listen, I literally was in Hooters before it closed. I didn't see the Hooters restaurant. I saw the steak and shake. Well, because I remember us saying when they originally moved, because they moved it to Palms, right? And had like the world's largest Hooters well, at Palms. Only the largest. Like the largest in the world was at right. the Hooters restaurant. And then the largest in the world was built at Palms. Right. But I remember when we talked about that, the fact that, and I think we all said oh, closed, that they closed the Hooters at the resort. I totally. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I remember know. we said that. Maybe they snuck in there. But I didn't research it because number one, I've never been to Hooters and I had no desire to go see it. So it I wouldn't really have known. It's really unimpressive. Like I remember going in college like, Fucking Hooters. And you're like, well, okay, I've seen women and women that I have a shot at uh, outside of this. But, and secondly, your food is meh. So, okay, so to me, that's it. I know so many people that say they love going to Hooters for the food. For sure. I've been to Hooters for the food. It sucks. I went for both. Yes, I now, totally like, agree with you. If it was going to Twin Peaks or right? what was, what's uh, the, Tilted um, Kilt. Tilted Kilt. That's another one. Good food. Really good food. Yes. Twin Peaks has phenomenal food. Phenomenal. I totally so, I mean, that's a different, but Hooters? Yeah, no. Totally agree. All right. And lastly, Red Square, the Russian-themed vodka bar. I didn't... Uh, you know what's funny? I know we reported on vodka bars before, but it's one of those things that it... Like, for some reason, the combination of those words, Russian-themed vodka bar, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> okay. I was like, my wife loves vodka. She might like this place. <laughs> anyway, their uh, uh, vodka bar and restaurant at Mandalay Bay is planning to close November 17th after 20 years. Red Square was a part of the original restaurant lineup at Mandalay Bay when it opened in 1999. So the funny thing is, I have never been to Red Square. It kind of was never on my radar, but now that I know it's closing, (laughs) now I want to go. And fortunately... We live locally, so I can make that happen. Well, on top of it, too, it's 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 funny the the how I want to be involved in a lot of things you do, but then I'm like, I don't know, that doesn't sound fun at all. Except except that I'm with you. Well, and it opens <laughs> at five, so I mean that's like too close to your bedtime, so that <laughs> that true. won't ever work. True, but, true. Um, I'll have Perhaps to figure you should out. Stay open a little later, and then I would be able to <laughs> to visit you. <laughs> I couldn't stay up that late. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, I may try to figure out if when Alistair's around, if we can sneak there, because then I get a. I'll help you to go there. There you go. All right. Well, that's going to do it for news. uh, And I think for the show. It is going to do it for the show. Okay. 
So, as we said, that's going to do it for episode 318. <laughs> like he just fucking like said, just said. If you didn't hear. I had to get down to the script to know what the hell I was supposed to say. Because you'd think we'd have it memorized. Right. Years you'd ever but no. 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 Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360 Vegas Podcast. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360 Vegas and get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Karen, what can folks find you? I am at 360VegasKaren. She's told you where you can find me, and hopefully we'll be able to find Tony next week. So, until then... <laughs> I get excited. Yeah.